You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey everybody, Matt Michaels here along with Sin City Stews and the honorary bad boy who has uh, become a fixture on the show here, Rob Bosaleri. There you go. That's it. Uh, And uh, we're going to talk a little wrestling. I think that's what we do, right? So uh, here we go. Too sweet for the week. The highlights of the week. Sin City, Steve. All right. So Eddie Kingston is your new Ring of Honor world champion after finally defeating Claudio Castagnoli in New York City at Dynamite Grand Slam. This is definitely the right call and one hell of a way to kick off Grand Slam. Uh, The match was hard hitting. Pretty much what you'd expect from both guys. Uh, They've been telling this story for years through many promotions. And it's really cool to see the, uh, the continuity. Uh, play out right before our eyes. Um, he won with a spinning back fist and a sit-out powerbomb in about 16 minutes. Very solid stuff. Elsewhere, and immediately after this uh, emotional match, we had another vignette with Roderick Strong in the hospital bed. This was goofy-ass shit, and it was fucking great. Um, Seriously, Roddy, the the stuff that these guys are doing is on the so bad that it's great level for me. Um, And then later on in the night, MJF ended up choking out Samoa Joe with the aid of a chain, retaining his AEW World Championship um, in a a very good 18-minute match. Uh, Unfortunately, Adam Cole tweaked his ankle uh, when he was running down to ringside. So we'll see uh, what what that what how that plays into storyline in the future. Um, elsewhere, Brian Danielson, Ricky Starks had a solid, solid Texas death match on collision. Uh, it was very hard hitting. Danielson picked up the win in about 20 minutes after the Busaiku knee wrapped it with a chain. Very solid shit. Yeah, shit is right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I heard about this. I heard about this. All right, Rob, what do you got for this week? Well, I mean, SimCity Steve is a virtuoso. He read my mind. Uh, The match with Eddie Kingston was freaking great. You know, AEW's long accused of not doing long-term storytelling. They did long-term storytelling with this. They've been setting this story up match over match over match over the course of, uh, you know, six or seven months at least, over a year. And it wasn't the WWE way where every week we have to be reminded, by the way, these guys hate each other. By the way, no, they do a match, let it breathe, did a match, let it breathe. They don't always do this, but AEW hit a home run with this. Uh, the crowd was into it. When the crowd started chanting, fuck them up, Eddie, fuck them up. Number one, I'm happy because this is from Fox 5 WWE crap 
where I have five minutes of dead silence because the crowd is cheering asshole because a rock asked them to cheer asshole. We get what they're doing. We've been watching Attitude Error. We're long-term fans. We know it's asshole. Fox. It's Fox. It's a network. They can't. I they're all networks. TNT would say asshole. USA would say TNT's asshole. TNT's cable. Would... That's why it's right. Cable. But wait a minute. And then they're going to put on Austin Powers right after and have him go, "Are you Randy? Wait a minute. It's horny." So we're going to have double standards on those channels. They don't mind the crowd cheering asshole, and then have Austin Powers say Randy instead of horny on a redub. But Fox minds The Rock, and he know Dwayne Johnson knows where he is. He knows the network. He knows the game. And asshole is the quintessential chant, and we get five minutes of dead air. So the fact that they have fuck him up, Eddie, fuck him up, I am so happy because when the crowd's into a match, I'm into the match on, on TV. Uh, also, we have RVD. RVD with Hook being quintessential vintage RVD. You've got the crowd saying you've still got it. They, were his moves super polished? No, he couldn't do the scissors perfectly. I will tell you from meeting the guy last year, he's a brick shit house. He's six and change, a lot of change. He's way bigger than the camera gives him credit for. His moves were damn polished by comparison to a lot of guys on AEW or WWE. Um, this week's WWE, the SmackDown, eh, wasn't as good. John Cena trying to, to save that end because it was supposed to be L.A. Drake. And Eli Knight, whatever the hell. Uh, what we ended up with was him, you know, doing what he does well. Uh, he's an actor. He's a very good actor, and he was good at improving. He took his beatings. He took his bumps. It was an exciting ending to SmackDown, but not as good as the week prior. Uh, still pretty good. SmackDown is better than Raw. Raw is three hours of filler. It's There's nothing really there. And don't talk to me about the Judgment Day. The Judgment Day are four guys from Hot Topic, four individual wrestlers who were told to go to Spencer's Gifts, get as much goth crap as you can, okay, and and make a team. Go. Oh, take the Mexican kid. Goth him up, too. Well, how do we do that? Uh, I don't know. Give him an Eddie Guerrero haircut. That's goth. That's Mexican goth. Uh, somehow, in the 21st century, Man, latter Mexican goth is dressing like Eddie Guerrero wearing tassels. I don't know what the hell happened, but that goth crap, it's going to go, I give them a year. Because, to be perfectly honest, there were better, uh, there were better factions that they had, that WWE's built in the last five years, but it was good. Yeah. It was good. Um, overall, SmackDown was good, just not as good as Dynamite or, or Collision. Collision and Dynamite were runaway shows. I don't know if the ratings are going to bear it out, but also you notice the stands are fuller. The people are filling up the stands. Shut the fuck up. Get the oh. fuck out of here. You're done. I didn't say <laughs> yeah, the fuck. Those stands are filling up. Okay. That's All a right. bad. Hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm acknowledging it's a backhanded it. compliment. It's a backhanded compliment because AEW had a problem where they're zooming in on the lower, on the lowest, you know, the lowest part of the stadium. Then they pan away and you're like, wait a minute, there's a big black ring at the top. Those are empty seats. I get AEW has problems. Uh, the fact that they're starting to slow down and not. Jesus Christ, Rob, we got the fucking other fucking topics to talk about. You're going to go Sorry. on for 10 fucking minutes. I apologize. Jesus. I got, 
So, sorry. Fucking New Yorkers, all you do is talk. Fuck them up, Eddie. Yeah, of course you love that shit, because you New Yorkers are fucking I'm crazy. I'm so glad I'm here. <laughs> nah, it was good. It was good. Um, Raw sucks. Butch. Butch is a fucking MVP, guys. Uh, he can fucking go with anyone. Tyler Bate is just as good as they come. They had a great uh, match. Um, unfortunately, I think we see Butch probably lose to Joe Coffey. Um, but I'd love to see Butch uh, and what he can do with uh, Gnome, whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, God, I can't stand that dude. He's fucking horrible. I think uh, Gnome Dar. Yeah, that dude. Whatever. It's, you know, some guys you just go... Yeah, they're Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> Becky, uh, Becky and uh, Lyra versus Tiffany and Kiana. Uh, you know, just for those four names together in a ring at one time. I don't care if the match was good or bad; it was fucking perfect television. Uh, MJF and Joe, solid match. Um, unlike. Eddie and uh, Claudio. Um, the people who are not marks for that company had no fucking clue that these guys had a history in terms of what they've done in the past. And that's coming from a true example. I had no fucking idea what you were talking about and them having a past other than it was said a couple times. So I think that, you know, a lot of times when you get this idea that everyone fucking knows, no. They don't. So it, it they they still do not build up their shit with vignettes well enough to the what the fuck is happening sometimes. Well, People he was mid thought right. there. Yeah. Judgment Day. Uh got central. It works. And, um, hey, man, I'd rather have Dom than Sammy Guevara any day. Uh, Gable. Chad Gable has proven he is a fucking MVP. He can go with anyone. Bronson Reed. I mean, that was beautiful in terms of the storytelling. Um, Gable. Gable is I think we lost him there for a second. Oh, no. Yep. No. Yep. Um, internet connection sucks. So uh, that's going to be happening. Uh, but Gable, Chad Gable has proven to be someone who is definitely uh, an MVP and working with people. And John Cena elevates any fucking show he's on, period. That's why he's one of the fucking greatest of all time. There you go. All right. Let's head over to uh, Where's the Love? Hi Rob, where's your love? Um, you know what? Guys say, uh, where's the love going to uh the dark order? Don't know much of why they're they're relegated into this pseudo baby face comical heel thing. They really haven't found their footing uh since the passing of Brody Lee. Uh the other thing is I would like to give some love to Impact Wrestling because they've got some good matches there. Um, I, I, I liked their five versus five women's match. It was great. 
the 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 uh, tag division there is great. Um, I'd love to see some better backing behind them. I, I I'd definitely love to see some better backing behind them because there's no shortage of talent there. Uh, and then on the WWE side with uh, Jay Uso. Uh, mm, not too certain what, what's going to come of that. That's not the one I was thinking about. The one I was thinking about is uh, the Street Profits because they're, they, they gave them a very short and dead-end story, and they're better than that. They're better than to be wrapped up in a short-term storytelling uh, where they're, you know, baby faces sipping champagne to the invariable, they're going to break up with Bobby Lashley and be kicked to the curb. And I don't know why they're dressed up as matadors. Uh, it's it's really bizarre because they're way over doing the gimmicks they were doing. All right, I, I kind of I'm probably going to say something about that too at some point here uh, because uh, yeah, that it, it's it's odd what they're doing is very odd. Steve, where's your love? All right, man. Now I know the the full name of this segment is "Where Is the Love," but the first two words by themselves could be asked of the person I'm going to mention right now. You know, there was a time when AEW crowds would chant this guy's name in pretty deafening volumes. Uh, he's held their secondary title three times. Um, yeah, I'm talking about Wardlow. Where is Wardlow? Where is the love for Wardlow? Um, this guy's been damaged repeatedly and dare i say nearly beyond repair at this point um he's strong he's agile he's got a great look and uh you know if the knock on this guy is that he can't talk well turn him heel have him aligned with don callus callus is building a faction right now and quite frankly i would love to see wardlow as part of that because he can get it done in ring but he's always had issues on the mic and also, you know, where's the love for your new TNT, undisputed TNT champion, Christian Cage? The man now finally is officially your TNT champion after defeating and pinning his right hand of destruction, Luchasaurus, in a three-way match with Darby Allen on collision as well. Which, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that, was, that was pretty awesome that they chose to go that route. And uh, I'm definitely a fan. One week. He'll have that American, belt for one week. Yep. American Bam Bam uh, makes me laugh. Uh, sorry I'm late. Did Steve already try to put over Wrestle Dream as something more than a high school basketball game as far as ticket sales go at the least? Nope. Not yet. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I, I'm spreading the love and saying there is a lot of love going on for the wrestlers on Netflix. Um, if you haven't checked out the show, check it out. Uh, OVW uh, for the past, uh, you know, well, since Al, Al Snow has taken it over, um, has really uh, come a long way. Um, they, in this, in this series, the uh, inner workings of how a wrestling company works uh, especially where you see the conflict between a money person and creative people um, is just fucking brilliant. Uh, not to mention uh, the personalities. Um, Hollywood uh, Haley J is getting that uh, NXT tryout uh, in this uh, this coming class of uh, uh, people uh, getting the shot. So 
Um, you know, we, Tony Gunn, of course, is solid and great over there. Um, it's just it's just phenomenal to see uh, these guys get a lot of credit, and um, hopefully, it elevates OVW where there's more interest uh, because they're very easy to find uh, on Fight TV on the Roku. You can find OVW's channel, so uh, check them out. And um, if you're in the area, make a trip, you know, uh, next time you see they're coming your way, make a trip because these guys are now legitimately television stars. So that's, that's pretty fucking awesome. And um, yeah, and uh, no one deserves it more than Al Snow, uh, who is just one of the greatest minds, uh, but also one of the uh, pure, just amazing human beings. Um, and uh just uh, again, just so good to see them uh, be this successful. All right, what the fuck? All right, Sensei Steve, what the fuck? Well, let's go ahead and talk about it. Ray Phoenix versus John Moxley. Let's just get it out there right now. Um, the the unfortunate thing is, what was a good match will only be remembered for the botched fucking finish um unless you've been under a rock uh moxley got knocked stupid very early in the match uh by a dive by ray phoenix uh and was later diagnosed with what they're calling a minor concussion um moxley called an audible on the finish and also on a title change in aew um and ray phoenix hit a sit out tombstone which Honestly, I hate that fucking move. Uh, that was the move that, if you'll, if y'all will remember, was what broke Stone Cold Steve Austin's neck uh, at the hands of Owen Hart. And Ray Phoenix hits him with this. It didn't look too much better than what happened to Austin. Um, he got he got spiked pretty well on his head, and uh, the ref counted one. The ref counted two. The ref didn't count three, but Moxley didn't kick out either. So obviously there was a giant what the fuck. So he much so you didn't have a stinger. <laughs> yeah. So much so much so that you actually heard Moxley yell up to Rick Knox, count me fucking out. So what do they do? No, they don't do a roll up. They don't do anything that would minimize damage possibly on Moxley's head or neck. They have him do the fucking sit out tombstone spot again. And your new AEW International Champion, Ray Phoenix. Which, I don't have a problem with it, but just the way they fucking did it. Yeah. Did Nia Jax direct that? Yeah. Dude, might as well. <laughs> um, and then, of course, you know, we get CJ Perry in AEW as a manager, confirmed. But she's not going to be managing Miro. So they're going to be rehashing the cuck storylines from WWE. Fucking great. Who knew that Miro and CJ had that kink? Well, as a viewer, I don't. What the fuck? Yeah, well, Tony Khan must. <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> he pays to watch. <laughs> it just... That's, I mean, when you got that much money. Uh, I mean, hey, do your thing, I guess. The team is called the Jags, so I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> All right, Rob, what the fuck? 
Uh, so we're doing uh, dives into nowhere, into cardboard boxes, into something. We have Sola Sokoa do a dive onto AJ Styles in nine pounds worth of gear. He had all of his gear on, too. He had a vest. He had the gloves. He had the kick pads. He had kick pads on the kick pads. He had a protective helmet. And he's sitting in a box, and we can't see anything. I've watched the Hardy Boys do this many times, and many other wrestlers do this many times. I want to see the body land on the other body. Instead, we get, oh, my God. Hold on. Let, let's see what it looks like. Let's see the aftermath. How in the fuck are you going to sell me on a dive? And you have to sell me that you impacted this guy and then when we see freaking uh, uh 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 fucking the phenomenal one he doesn't look hurt at all he just looks a little winded he's just like oh there's aj styles he's he's a little winded oh he care he certainly can't wrestle now because he took a mysterious dive that we didn't see um and then the moxley thing yeah the you know I, it's a what the fuck because how are you going to end on such a sloppy move? And also, remember when they did this with Matt Hardy and they were like, dude, you cannot be doing this. You cannot restart a match for the sake of finishing it. You took a dive. You almost scrambled your damn brains on a swan top bottom into concrete. Fuck that. And what do they do? You do something sloppy like that again. That is really bad, especially when they released that announcement two months ago where there's a certain set of rules and regulations by which somebody could take a risk in the ring. It's dangerous all the way around. I'm sure they're, they don't want to have to insure themselves for things like that. So that's a definite what the fuck. Why would you put your guy in that jeopardy again? So what the fuck? He's thinking about it. He's thinking, I might not be a mark after all. I just made fun of AEW for doing a sloppy job. <laughs> I'm going to uh, roll uh, a comic they, by <laughs> They should have used real glass in that match. Um, that's what it comes down to. Uh, yeah, what the fuck? Don Callis, overkill already. Fuck it. Um, Jesus Christ. It takes him five minutes to walk down to the ring. Wear some fucking socks, too. Um just ridiculous. Um, yeah, Mox and Phoenix, we talked. Yeah, everyone said it. Jesus Christ. Uh, wasting Tony Storm. Hey, let's have her lose to Soraya right fucking now. Fucking stupid. This is why Tony Khan's a fucking moron. Um, <laughs> hey, Sky Blue, Kiara Hogan, you're on shows this week. And you're both losing to Julia fucking Hart. I'm sure that was great backstage news. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, who the fuck are the work horsemen? What the fuck is that? You got me. Uh, who the fuck is Mike Santana? You got yes. me. Fuck. I, I don't know who these guys are. Uh, Hangman Page and the Bucks need a title. Like... Uh, you know, I need something, uh, you know, shoved through my fucking ears to go through my brain. Jesus Christ. But uh, my favorite what I the mean, fuck came on NXT on Tuesday. 
Backstage, NXT, Mustafa Ali was seen with McKenzie expressing his frustration that he hasn't received a North American title opportunity despite his claims as the rightful number one contender. He criticized both Dominic Mysterio and Dragon Lee, stating that neither of them deserve to be champion. Ali vowed to address the situation on Raw. So everyone, please tune into Raw to see Ali address this situation <laughs> because I'm yeah. sure it's going to be fucking phenomenal. And I'm sure that they knew that this was going to be a great segment when they were going to release him a couple days later. So what the fuck? That's a great way to just fucking let the guy say that shit. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you, Ali. I'm... You were starting to get good and, uh, you know, found a character and you get released. Good. Like God, he was flicking light switches on and off. <laughs> Tell yeah, me, that, that, was, that was great. You're flicking the light switches on and off. Oh, oh man. All right. Well. What the, what the fuck? To, uh, like button. That's what that said. So click the like button. That's right. Technical issues. Fun. Uh, what are you looking out for, Rob? Um, I am. I mean, I just. I'm interested to see who CJ Perry is going to grab because if we're going to do this, and you're going to go the cuck storyline, then who does she get? Ryan Nemeth? Like, who the hell does she get that is going to be? Because it's got to be some hunky dude. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to that. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing Becky Lynch do a heel, uh, heel turn. Because if she's going to go through NXT and acknowledge that she's just wasting the NXT opportunities for all the women coming up, then the only thing left for her to do is a heel turn. She, you know, I, I just, I know that's going to happen. She, she was a better heel than she's been a baby face. And that's, uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. You know, um, I have, I have Becky versus Tiffany in the extreme rules match. Um, I don't necessarily think she goes heel. I think that what they're doing is legitimizing Tiffany. So she either wins the extreme rules match uh, to get that win back over and get the title back over or, um she chases one more one more match but i think that the she's got to get the crowd behind her she's got to get the crowd behind her and and that's and then, uh, the other thing i almost forgot uh i want to see jade cargo skip nxt and go right to the main roster uh she's got the mic skills she's got the physique she's got the body she's got the move set uh, yeah, she's, she's got the ring she's got the ring skills of nia Jax. so i'm just saying fucking let her do a little bit of NXT, get some training, and uh, oh, so she could be in the Matrix story. Hey man, I'd I'd see that than her go in the fucking main roster and end up being you know someone who gets fucking uh, you know pushed pushed out right away because they will fucking bury her right away if she can't hold her own. So um, also, honestly majority of your you know your audience probably doesn't even know who the fuck this girl is right exactly unfortunately no i and, and you know what that's and this time i will agree with you they don't know who she is she doesn't have that name recognition but if you throw her out there and she just goes i'm that bitch my name is jade cargill and just beats the shit out of someone i think she could go over 
fairly well that if you set up a storyline for her in NXT, which you're invariably going to erase anyway when she gets to the main roster, because no NXT story carries to the main roster. They get they change their names. Io Shirai, okay, she's Japanese. Io Sky, what did she do in NXT? It doesn't matter. She did stuff in NXT, we're told. But it's almost like it never happened. So might as well just skip all that bullshit and go straight to it. Or do we need another Frankie Monet? We know who Taya Valkyrie is. We, I, we don't need her who coming knows? out. Who knows who Taya Valkyrie is? That's Actually, that, that's a that's fair one because Taya Valkyrie problem. was – they were airing uh, Lucha Underground commercials on all of the WWE products for – Lucha Underground, and she was, and she was there. She was, and she's the been an five-year-olds who are now ten-year-olds watching the fucking product don't even know what Lucha Underground was. For God fucking sake! But say, there's also 10, 15, 20, oh, wait a minute, hold on. Fair, 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 was on Lucha Underground. You're watching the story. You're on this show. Your reaction proves you know what the hell I'm talking about because you wouldn't be reacting this heavy if you didn't know what I was talking about. People knew who the hell Tyre Valkyrie was. She did her Guerra Loca gimmick on NXT, and you're going to do the Guerra Loca gimmick with a completely wild-out name that has nothing to do with who she was. She had her husband in the same company, and they could have brought her and Johnny Wrestling on at the same time. Her and John Morrison did mixed tag stuff. They had so many opportunities. Skip all that with Jay Cardgill. She's hot. She's got moves. And she doesn't do a lot of botches. You Get know straight what? to it. And- and and she and Taya and I love Taya. She's one of the sweetest people around. She's a great wrestler. But you know what? How is she doing in AEW right now, Rob? Really fucking great because they brought her in, and what do they do? They had her lose, lose, lose. Jade Cardell isn't fucking Taya Valkyrie, and if she comes in on the main roster, what are they gonna do? Have her lose, lose, lose. Well, that's so, but that's the thing. But that's what WWE does. It's what they did to East. That's Green. what AEW did with Taya Valkyrie. Who they did that to one person? They did that to one person. And I think they gave Taya Valkyrie a chance because she came out there and she didn't go over right away. They gave her another chance. She didn't go over. I think if you have Jade Cargill come there, as hot as she is in the prime of her physical shape, and you and you package her correctly, you could go somewhere with this. Who's this fucking Howard Stern? Oh yeah, if she's you know put a put her hot ass on television. Oh, she's just so fucking fine. I, yeah, but I what, wonder, you, you, know, what, what do you think all the women's Bianca. wrestling is? Let's let's cut the shit. We talk about Trish Stratus being the most respected woman in wrestling and paved the way. Trish Stratus paved the way by having a bucket of shit dropped on her head and and banging Vince McMahon in a storyline. That's how she paved her way. They took freaking. They 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 took the Hardy Boys and Lita. They gave Lita tits, and they had her banged in a ring with Edge. Okay, the women are a secondary thought. So if you're gonna put a woman in the ring with that physique and that body, put her in there. She's Black China. Do it. Do it. Just get it over with. Don't give me that NXT bullshit. And then you're gonna 86 that storyline anyway. That's my point. Whatever she does in NXT is gonna get washed out because we don't pay attention to NXT. How many people are watching NXT? The commercial for NXT is it's almost like More the real thing. They don't even think they're good enough. In collision. <laughs> Go get and collision real, kicks dude. the shit out of NXT. Jesus Christ. And by the way, you basically just said women's wrestling is nothing but tits and ass. So WWE land, it's tits and ass. And WWE land, it's tits and ass. And WWE land, it has always been and shall always be tits and ass. We let's cut that crap. Let's let's cut that crap. Okay. 
they they strip these women down half naked all the damn time. The only time the women look semi respectable is what when they're forced to go to Arabia, Saudi Arabia, two thousand and three. Jesus Christ, dude! Even in Saudi fucking Arabia, the women were wearing cat water. outfits. They were all looking like Eon Flux. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> I mean, good lord! As soon as we, hey, wait a minute, can Flux I strip reference. these women down? No, no t-shirts though. I get to put them in shiny outfits so you to jerk off later in front of your five wives. Yes, Vince, we can do that. Done. They still slutted them out. Even in Saudi Arabia, they found a way to slut them out. Good Lord. What? What? You just went from they wear little clothes to they wear too many slutty clothes. What the fuck, dude? What I was what saying was, fuck? even when they were forced to be fully clothed in Saudi Arabia, they were still looking, making them sexual objects. It's unfortunate. That's what it is. I'm, we're not reinventing the wheel here. It's still Vince McMahon's baby in for at least a few more months while this thing, this transition gets worked out. But let's cut the crap and act like all oh, these women are pillars of the community the way they're being portrayed, okay? Is it better than it was 20 years ago? Sure, but that's not much of a fucking bar. That's a pretty low goddamn bar, all right? I don't care how many fucking push-ups Raquel Rodriguez does, all right? It doesn't matter, Okay. Who do they give the wow. belt to? The hot ones. Wow. Wow. How many times? Hey, look, uh, wow. Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler has the skills. Shayna Baszler has the ability. And Shayna Baszler has mic abilities as well. They never give her any significant title push. So what is it? What is it Shayna Baszler is missing? Oh, I don't, you don't I want don't to know. bang her. I mean, That's the reality of it. Shayna Baszler Charlotte and Becky Lynch have no fucking in-ring ability at all. They're just tits and ass. Let me tell you right now. That's what you're saying, They're Rob. putting, they it's have fucking, a, fucking, uh, American Bam Bam is right. How what many is times do you see fucking the women get any significant that's, run that's except for Becky thing. Lynch? And it what was because she was over. The only time WWD, WWE does anything is if they're forced to do it. They were forced to give Kofi Kingston the belt. They were... I love this. <laughs> All right, Steve. What's your best in show this week? Well, first off, I'd like to tell you what I'm looking out for. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you fucking since, didn't even get a chance I, to I just, up for something because hey, hey. we got fucking subway <laughs> fucking New Yorker here, fucking no. going around talking about how skanky wrestling is. Dude, I, I was just letting you guys rip because uh, honestly, I'm just sitting back here and I'm entertained. So fuck it. Um, <laughs> In all seriousness, though, uh, to indulge uh, the marks in the chat, <clears throat> here you go, American Bam Bam. I am looking forward and looking out for Wrestle Dream. Yeah, that's right. Brian Danielson and Zack Sabre, Swerve and Hangman, FTR and Aussie Open, um, Darby and Christian Cage, two out of three falls for the TNT title, and then Omega, Ibushi, and Chris Jericho versus Takeshita, Sammy, Guevara, and Will Ospreay. Yeah, all in all, very good shit. I'm looking forward to the show. Now, as far as best in show this past week, I cannot emphasize this enough. This week of AEW programming was great. Um, Dynamite was solid. Rampage was the best episode in ages. Too bad no one watched it, like always. And then Collision, which was my best in show. Um, AEW Grand Slam. That populated two out of the three shows, and yet, of course, the show that I'm mentioning wasn't even a part of that Grand Slam billing. Um, Collision has the formula right. 
Michaels, you mentioned vignettes. They are starting to do vignettes on this show. They are starting to make people give a shit or at least open an eye to a character. Um, we saw vignettes for the righteous and dark order, which say what you will. I might, I might talk about them next week, but seeming like almost the same shit, except one group wears white, one group wears black. Honestly, group them together. That'd be a hell of a faction. Anyway. Uh, yeah. AEW collision was best in show for sure. Rob, what's your best in show? Dynamite. Yes. It's women of wrestling, right? Uh, no, but I do have that on the, uh, I watched that at four in the morning. <laughs> Got the lotion. <laughs> I'll, I'll bet you do. <laughs> uh, dynamite. Uh, I, I wanted to see Eddie Kingston win. I, he's the underdog and he's, and he's the underdog who doesn't behave like an underdog. Uh, I'm from th that part of the country. Um, no shit. I'm three minutes away from Yonkers where he's from. Uh, and when I first saw this guy, I, my first, you know, um, exp exposure to him was in the revolution on impact wrestling. I said, who the hell is this fat guy? You know, they're putting a, you know, a body vest on him, like a bulletproof vest to cover up the fact that he's got a beer belly. And then he comes on, you know, he comes on dynamite and the way he cuts a promo, it was said on busted open. It's as if he doesn't realize that it's a work. He cuts a promo and you're you're completely invested. And there's not many people left who can do that. Certainly nobody in WWE who cuts promos where I'm invested. Uh, he does it. Uh, you, you've got that. You had that from CM Punk. You have that from MJF. There aren't that many people who have the art of storytelling in the ring. So when he wins and he matches blow for blow with backhanded fists, uh, I'm invested. I'm invested completely, and I and I was sold on the win. There was never a point like Tessa Blanchard years ago beating uh, Brian Cage in a gauntlet match, and I went, "Oh my God, are you kidding me?" No, I was sold on the win. Okay, I was I was not I was not stretching, you know, from disbelief. Uh, plus, all of the other shows and MJF choking out, uh, choking out Samoa Joe. He did it with rope. And then the and then the comical hiding it under his arm and MJ and MJF actually taking a shot. He's going to take a shot for his partner there. I, I'm liking the long term, a uh, long uh, uh, storytelling that you're doing. The long term storytelling is starting to develop, and it's been AEW's Achilles' heel is not letting stories breathe, and they're doing it now. They're fixing their mistakes. Will it be enough? No. WWE is an institution. It's a household name. I want them to be better because it makes WWE have to get better and not rest on their laurels. Best in show dynamite. And uh, if you're talking about dynamite. This is uh, this is great. He had to consider what I was saying there and it, and it resonated with him. In such a great way, and uh, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. He's at a loss blow, for words. <laughs> blow for blow for fucking blow. Don't say that about uh, dynamite because uh, we know that it is fucking blow for blow, and that's why it's only in Khan's office. And you get that look too. That's that's the the Tony Khan look. <laughs> 
Uh, Eddie Kingston is uh, someone. Steve, did you, uh, did you ever get paid for that day off from uh, AEW? No, I did not. I did okay. not, sir. Yeah, Eddie Kingston's uh, not not a good guy in my book, so I could care less about the dude. Um, SmackDown, best show, John Cena, best wrestler. There you go. There you have it. Easy, said and done. All right. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, tune in tomorrow for three count. And if you're watching now, we're going to do three count in just a little bit here. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the WWE releases this week. Uh, we're also going to talk about Chris Jericho uh, talking about uh, AEW and what's kind of been going on there. And uh, we'll also talk a little bit about Moxley and Phoenix and uh, that uh, that joy of a match that still has people going, did he get concussed or did he get a stinger or what the fuck happened? He, he, he got concussed trying to blade himself. <laughs> yeah, he probably got a stinger trying to blade himself too. So <laughs> Probably. He probably fucking... Do you think he uses the blade when him and Renee are in the bedroom? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Just saying. Very oh, possible. my God. Oh, I want old school JR there to do the commentary on that. Oh, my God, there's blood everywhere. <laughs> That's how we're going to end the note. Um, on the blood right. everywhere in the bedroom. She's it's, busted it's, open. It's going to be one of the... Uh, <laughs> most highly uh, sexist episodes that's been ever done on this show. So, uh, well, if you can, if you uh, bring me back next week, I'll top it. And, and yeah, I'm sure that's what uh, Mox says every fucking week when he bleeds. So. Hello. All right. Until, uh, until next week, everybody. Happy wrestling. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.